We're in Simen Tov Mem Zayin in Hilchis Pesach. We are up to Siv Vav, and uh, this time we'll be doing two Sifim, Vav and Zayin. Melach Shesomo B'Meducha, says the Machaber, Siv Vav, salt that was put into a salt grinder. Mutter Lemloach Bobosr B'Pesach, you are allowed to salt meat with it on Pesach, says the Ramah, Mishum De'eno Maflit B'Tzonein, because um, salt is not going to draw out the t- flavor of that has been absorbed into this grinder um, when it's cold. So this is a rule that we learned before. The halachi is that heat will be able to extract something from a keli. If you put a hot liquid into a keli, then that will have the ability to extract it. Um, if you're dealing with something wet, if you have a puddle of, say, of water sitting in a pot for 24 hours, it will be able to dry out the flavor. But if you simply put dry salt in there, salting does not have the ability to pull out the flavor that has been absorbed in this meducha. So if we're talking about a salt grinder in which they have in the past ground chametz, all you did was kept the salt in there, that would not make the salt chametz stick. So the Mishnah Bura says that even if it's a basyomo, you use this grinder. Say it was common in those days that they would uh, they would use a grinder for grinding up um, garlic together with bread. Um, to make breadcrumbs with garlic, uh, spice breadcrumbs that they would be using in their cooking. Um, so there, the, the meduch itself would be chametzik, and say that was used within 24 hours. Nevertheless, simply keeping ha- keeping salt in there doesn't make the salt chametzik. And even if it sat there for 24 hours, it would not be problematic, um, because we say that the concept of kvisha soaking only applies to a liquid. It does not not apply to a solid. Now, what happens if you actually ground the salt in there? So that's already problematic. The Mechaber doesn't mention this here. Um, he'll get into the halachas of grinding a little later, but the halachas is that the salt was actually ground. People would take a block of salt and uh, would grind it in a grinder. If the salt was ground in a grinder that was used for grounding chametz, so that already is a problem because of duchke de sakina, the rule is that if you cut something sharp with a knife, the friction together with the sharpness of the food, we say that does have the ability to absorb. So if they use this grinder to grind salt, we would say that the um, the pressure, the friction of the grinder on the salt would be able to pull the taste that has been absorbed into the grinder and t- take that out of the grinder and put that into the salt. Not only that... Um, but we also had the rule that when you're dealing with something very sharp, it has the ability to take an old flavor and revive it. Even though we generally say that an Eina Ben Yomo, something that, that absorbed a flavor 24 hours ago, we would say that that flavor is no longer good and therefore it doesn't count. Um, in the case of something sharp, it will be able to revive that flavor. So that if you took an Eina Ben Yomo, you had a grinder that was used for grinding uh, chametz together with, uh, again, again, together with garlic or something, in a way that it absorbed the chametz, we would say that if you now grind salt in it, even though it happened a long time ago, if you ground the salt, that will revive the flavor of the chametz, and the salt will absorb it, and that will be chametz stick. The Mishnah says that in his day it was uncommon to use a, uh, a regular a salt grinder for grinding actual chametz. The only thing that they used it for was to grind salt that sometimes had a crumb or two in it because they didn't check it unless they were using it for Pesach. So there he is makel and he says that that um, that uh, as long as you ground your salt in it before Pesach, that's it's all right. Um, now, uh, um, the, the uh, Bir Alacha mentions that if you're talking about a grinder that was used for a lot of chametz, 
So there, even in the Mechaber's case, where you didn't grind the, the salt in it, you just left the salt sitting in the container there, he said one should be machmer. This is a halacha that we learn with regard to these were the defuse um, gvina. Um, these were the, the forms in which they actually allow cheese to ferment, um, the non-Jew. So the, 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 uh, the Rishonim say that one should be machmer, not to salt kosher cheese in there because since the, the, they, they were absorbed from a lot of treif, it was used with a lot, a lot of salt time and again. Um, we say that, that even though salting doesn't normally extract, it can extract if it's dealing with a keli that absorbed a lot of iser. Similarly here with chametz, if you're dealing with a grinder that was used for a lot of chametz with, with salt time and again, we are afraid that in such a case, even salt sitting in it could absorb the flavor. So the Mechamber is talking about a grinder that is not designated for salting, for using salt or something sharp together with chametz in. Uh, it's just that on, a, on some rare occasion, one used it for actual chametz. There, putting salt in it would not make the salt not good for Pesach. Um, and then the Mishnabura added that even if you actually grind the salt in it, if it was that it was done before Pesach, and you're not aware of ever having um, actually ground chametz in it, then the halach would be that that would be mutter too. Siv zayin. Boser. That is uh, unripe grapes. Boser shedochin kodem Pesach b'meduches mechumatzos mutter liachlo Pesach. The Mechaber says that if you took unripe grapes and you ground them before Pesach, in a, a, a grinder that was used for grinding chametz. It is still mutter to eat it for Pesach. Um, why is this? The Mechaber sheet is that boser, this unripe grape, although it's a bit sour, is not considered something sharp. Because it's not considered something sharp, um, the halacha is that it is only dulchke de sakina with dover, in a dover charif. It is only the friction when you're dealing with a food that is sharp that will be able to extract flavor. But if you're dealing with something that is not sharp, even though it was just ground, even though there was the friction of the knife, there's no, there's no, no absorption. Um, this is the, uh, this is the machabra shita. Um, the problem is the Mishnabur mentions that in Yoridea, we paskin, that all sour, um, all sour fruit is considered charif. Um, and as a result of it, uh, the halacha would be that unless you ground 60 times as much as the volume of the grinder, the food would actually be considered chametzdik. You In hefsid maruba, one can rely on the machaber shita that boser is not considered a dover charif. Um, now, furthermore, the machaber was talking about dochin kodem pesach. Um, how about on Pesach itself? And the Mechaber seems to hold that even when you're, that when you're grinding something that is not a Dover Charif, uh, if you do it on Pesach, it will actually absorb, uh, it will actually absorb anyway. Um, and we're gonna see, uh, a little bit, uh, a little bit later that the Ramah actually argues with that. So let's see. Haggah. The Ramah says, why is it that the Mechaber told us that if you grind your unripe grapes, um, in, uh, in, in a chametz grinder, that it's mutter to eat it on Pesach, hagamishum de'eno maflet betzonen, because it's cold, and there's no absorption into something cold, one more time, because the mechaber shita is that it's not considered charif, so the friction does not call for, does not cause absorption. Vafilwim nasa bepesach, eno osirim hoya hakli noki. Now the Ramaz says that even if it was done on Pesach itself, it will not be osir, if the keli is clean, uh, meaning, if your only problem is the absorbed taste, the absorbed flavor will not be able to be extracted as long as the keli was clean. 
So the Mishtaburah learns that the Machaber disagreed with that. The Machaber was careful in saying Kodem Pesach. It is the Ramah who's telling us that even on Pesach it is, it is Mutter. Um, um, whereas, of course, if the, if the keli was not, uh, if the keli was not clean, then it wouldn't be good. Your average knife is not clean. Meaning, your average knife, especially a knife that has grooves, uh, is generally not clean. Now, one has to appreciate that in the olden days, people did not really wash their knives very thoroughly. And especially knives that had grooves, they really lacked what it took to, to extract whatever, uh, whatever was stuck inside the grooves. Um, therefore, your average knife was considered enonaki. And one would have to be choshish that there was actual chomet stuck on the outside of it. But even though you cut something with a chametz knife, and uh, and we're not sure that the knife was totally clean, although we wouldn't eat that food in Pesach if that got mixed up with other food, if that fell into something else, then we would eat that. We would actually eat that. Now, um, getting back to this halacha, remember we were talking about boser. Um, we were talking about boser. We're talking about about these unripe grapes, and the, the Mishtabura told us that we don't follow this entire sif in Shulchan Arach unless it's hefsed meruba, because we consider boser to be something sharp. Uh, we consider all sour fruit to be something sharp, and as a result of it, the friction will make it absorb whatever was absorbed into the meduch into the grinder um, before Pesach. Now, what about things that really are not charif, things that are not sharp? So the Machaber's halacha would hold true. Now, um, the, here we would have a machlokis, the Machaber and the Ramah, where the Machaber would say that if you ground something that is not sharp in a clean keli on Pesach, it'll be, even though the keli is chametz, it'll be kosher Pesach, and the Ramah would hold that it isn't, unless you know for a fact that it's perfectly clean. Um, if uh, if you know for a fact that it's perfectly clean, so there he said that it would that it would be that the, the ramol was matir. And according to the machaber, if it happened on Pesach, even if you knew that it was clean, the halacha would be that it would not be good. The um, the mishnah brings down that there's an El Yarabah who says that uh, that when you grind things. They get when it grinds when you grind things up, so everything becomes absorbed very very well, uh, and therefore um, we would say that there's no uh, that 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 uh, it will have it would have become bottle, and uh, and and you're actually allowed to use it. The Mishnah Brewer leaves it as a tzarech ian. Now, what happens if you simply cut something with a knife that wasn't kashal pesach? The Allah is all you have to do is wash it off. Um, now, with regard to um, with regard to a a davar something sharp that you cut with a clean chametz knife, the halachi is if you did this uh, if, the halachi is if you did this even before Pesach, it'll be aser because we say that something sharp will extract even something that is absorbed into the into the uh, into the knife. The Mishnah points something out. There are many knives that we will consider. Um, chametz knives because they were sitting around the house all year long, but you never really cut anything hot with them. Um, the hot chametz that is, for example, your average fleshig knife. What chametz did you actually cut with it? 
What was it that you ate that was hummus stick? So unless you're talking about uh, using it for cutting something, uh, say that, that used ground meat together with uh, um, together with breadcrumbs, or used it to, to cut a schnitzel, uh, where it was actually hummus stick, the odds are that you never really used it for hot hummus. So this knife is not really a hummus knife, even though it was hanging around with all your hummus stuff all year long. So the Mishnah says that if you cut something sharp with a hummus knife, but you don't remember ever using this knife for hot chametz, there's no reason why before Pesach it should be Nesar, unless you think that the knife is actually filthy and has something in it. Um, now, with regard to the, the rule that the Ramah said at the end, where if you cut something with a chametz knife that may be filthy, in which case it's also for use on Pesach, if, it, uh, if the food mixed in with your Pesach food, the halacha would be that we wouldn't answer it. This is even if you don't have shishim against it. Um, some are machmir, the Mishnah Brewer says, if the knife wasn't clean, meaning that the knife wasn't washed off well. But in Hefzid Marubi, he says that you can be makel. Um, then the Mishnah Brewer concludes with the chayyadam, and that's with regard to a bread knife. Your bread knife itself, although it was never used for hot chametz, is used on a regular basis with bread. We have reason to believe that there's a crumb or two stuck in it somewhere. And therefore, if you use that for your Pesach food, you could not use that for Pesach. So again, if you cut something with a bread knife, there we are sure that there must be a, a minuscule crumb that is stuck somewhere, um, and uh, even though you never used it for hot chametz, and therefore it would answer what you cut with it.